Well, ladies and gentlemen, welcome to Radio Free Professional Wrestling's AEW Revolution Special as Radio Free Re Professional Wrestling comes into March like a lion, kind of like my co-host, David the Smart Mart. David, how are you doing? Um, yeah, yeah, I'm okay for a lion. Um, <laughs> yeah, I'm good, mate. Yeah, bienvenue, welcome, um, wherever you're listening. Uh, it's nice to uh, have you back for what should be shaping up to be a reasonable show again. AEW are pulling it out, uh, out the stops again, Sean. Yeah, it's coming off a very exciting AEW Dynamite this past Wednesday. Yeah. Queens are shaping up to be maybe pay-per-view of the year quality coming up here on this Sunday ahead of us for Revolution. I certainly agree with your comments about Dynamite on Wednesday. It was about one or two little sections, which you'd expect over a two-hour show. Yeah, it was a pretty decent show, and they moved... The, what I liked is they moved the storylines forward. Obviously, there's one particular standout moment that's going to take a lot of the credit, but there was some other good stuff in there as well. Exactly. I mean, like when Tycona came down there to challenge Jay for the TBS championship, right? Yeah, yeah. obviously. It was Tycona. Yeah, because you're not biased in that way, shape, or form. Oh, dear. Newly divorced Tycona. Let's slide over to the Control Center and bring you up to date on this past week's news and professional wrestling. This is your Radio Free Pro Wrestling Control Center. All the wrestling news you need to know. Okay, David, let's start with this one. Get ready for Vince McMahon's return to the ring as he has <laughs> been rumored to have a match with Pat McAfee for WrestleMania 38. How do you feel about this? I'm actually intrigued. There is an obvious answer, but I'm actually intrigued. As we already know, McAfee, um, for a celebrity, is actually pretty decent in the ring. Um, his promos are good. He's a good addition to the WWE. But how old is Vince now? What, 123? I don't know. There's going to have to be a lot of smoke and mirrors to cover this up. But I am actually intrigued by it. I'm not against it at this moment in time. I don't find it offensive. because I'd sooner see that than, than anything with Goldberg in. Let's put it like that. It's just interesting that they have chosen Pat McAfee to be the opponent for Bitsman Man. Now, granted, he had a excellent match in the War Games match with Undisputed Error, and he had an amazing match with Adam Cole. But this is a totally different animal when you think about 68-year-old Vince McMahon. How, how old did you say? 68. He's older than that. He's, 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 he's got to be old. 68? I mean, I'm nearly that. Oh no, that's stone, sorry. Um, but no, it, it's, yeah, you're right in the respect of, um, in Pat McAfee's previous matches, he's had people like Adam Cole, Kyle O'Reilly and Bobby Fish to help him get him through the matches, call them, what have you. That isn't going to happen with Vince, um, who doesn't even know his own name. You know, he takes a photograph of himself out to recognise himself. I, I, I'm still intrigued by it, and I, I still think there's worse gimmick matches that they can put on at WrestleMania. I really do. That's how bad the WWE have got. Well, funny you say it about that. So let's go to the second story. Because this past Monday night on Raw, The Miz announced his uh, tag team partner to face the Mysterios. And no, it wasn't Cody Rhodes. It's Logan friggin' Paul. Yeah, I mean, we've done this before. I mean, it's a joke. I'm not a fan of Logan Paul. At the moment, I'm not a fan of boxing. Um, particularly after last night in the UK. But that's another story for another day. You know it, and I know it. And it's gonna sting. Third story we have for you this week. Because AJ Styles apparently has re-signed up with the WWE, so any hopes of seeing the Bullet Club reform in AEW seems to be put on hold for another three years or so. 
Depends which version you're thinking of. What about if Finn Balor goes over? Well, you know, they got the current leader in Jay White, so they can really still do the Bullet Club angle. But you know the original ending to the first AEW Dynamite was going to be AJ Styles and the Good Brothers reforming the Bullet Club stable in yeah. AEW North America. That's how they were going to do it before everybody re-signed up with the WWE. I mean, don't get me wrong, I don't blame AJ. He's now shy of Roman, Drew. You know, you got Roman, you've got Drew. You, you, you know, all right, Lashley's injured. You could put AJ up there with Lashley. There, um, He's a big fish now. And I would say he's being extremely well paid. He hasn't got many years left. I don't blame him. I don't blame him either because, really, you think about it, this could be AJ Styles' last contract in professional wrestling because he is on the upper side of his 30s heading into 40s. So, yeah, I could see him calling it a day soon. You think how many years he's been going? I thought this about Dragon the other day. And Dragon, you know, it's only tantamount to the way he's looked after himself. And he's now actually probably wrestling... And I never thought I'd say this about about Dragon because, you know, he's, he's just brought you so many wonderful memories. And AJ's the same. He's now probably wrestling at his peak. True, true. I mean, I barely remember AJ Styles being in WCW. And yes, AJ Styles has been yeah. wrestling that long. Yeah, yeah there's a shout. Yeah, the, the, I, had, I wasn't even thinking that far back. But yeah, you're actually bang on, yeah. I mean, I was going back to seeing him in the Indies at an FWA show many many years ago and it's just like you got yeah absolutely when he was a big deal real big deal on the indies him you know him and daniels were were always over here in the uk to perform on the indies and they were big deals well we're moving on to the next story we have for you Corey graves has reportedly said that he has been cleared by the wwe to yes. wrestle and yes. hopefully down the road we can see Corey graves back in the ring nxt got cut short Due to a neck injury. Yes. And, I mean, he was luckily able to just slide into that commentary role. And in NXT, he was really, really good. And they brought him up to the WWE main roster. And, of course, we know main roster is controlled by Vincent Mann. So, we haven't seen the same Corey Graves as we saw him in NXT in commentary. All of that that you've just said is 100% correct. However, I'm going to... I love and have a really soft spot for Corey Graves in the ring. And I'm going to tell a quick story here. I often go on uh, um, uh, on about one of the best wrestling books I have ever read. It's called All or Nothing by James Dixon, which is about a British company that had a go at the big time, 1PW. And they went on for about four, four and a half years. And one of their principal heels was a gentleman by the name of Sterling James Keenan, to you and me, we know it as Corey Graves. And I followed this company because where I was living at the time, they were based about 30 miles north of me. And the very first show they did, they had a load of soup. They had a, they, they based themselves out of the Doncaster Dome. So they were putting on shows to around 1,500 to 2,000 people. And they brought in a lot of imports. And they brought in also a lot of the old ECW imports that were still going at the time. But SJK, as he was known, they put the title on him for a long time period of time now his character and his gimmick was a cross between early cm punk and raven if you know your cm punk from fip um early ring of honor you'll know what i'm talking about and raven he was absolutely fantastic he was okay in the ring but as a 
gimmick his gimmick covered it up i loved Corey graves sterling james keenan in the ring and i would be the biggest mark my computer would be flying out the window if he comes back as sjk it would just make me the happiest wrestling fan in the world ever i am looking forward to it i hope he's given a little bit of creative freedom because rest assured on me stand on me that that lad is hugely clever and hugely talented in the ring exactly i mean you could see that when he was in nxt originally and he had that short run there before he had his injury and i'm hoping they save him up for like maybe next year's wrestlemania and he has a wrestlemania level match you know what i mean yeah absolutely mate he, he reminded me not the gimmick but the heat magnet of a very similar to mjf quick example one night at an ip one pw show they brought out this genuine genuinely british wrestler who was crippled he, he wasn't really a wrestler. He was on the wrestling scene by the name of Dan Head. And he'd raised a lot of money for people who'd lost limbs. And they'd got the charity that he'd been working for. They'd given out about 50 comps. They were all in the front row, all in their uniforms, this particular charity. And they'd made a presentation of thousands of pounds that genuinely, all genuine, Dan Head had raised for charity for less able-bodied people than himself. And they had SJK come out and beat him up and really beat him up and make it look convincing. And people people were losing their minds. He was that good the way it was done. The charity genuinely didn't know it was going to happen and walked out. That's how good it was. They walked out of the show. They had to be dragged back in by the promoter who had to say, explain to them how it had worked because they were horrified by what he'd done. Kurt Angle having a hissy fit in ECW, think like that, you know, with the crucifixion angle. It was that good. He was that convincing. Well, David, we're going to wrap up our news segment with one more story. Now, one of the storylines going into AEW Revolution has been the House of Black versus Pentagon, Ray Fence, and Ray Fence has still not recovered from the injury he had about a month ago, so we may not see this tag match coming up on this week's AEW pay-per-view. Now, whenever we get to see this match, it's going to be amazing, and I can I, I just want to see Ray at 100% so he can go into this match, so it's worth the wait. Well, at the moment, it looks like Pac's being advertised for the Face of the Revolution ladder match, so I think you're probably right. And on the current card that I've got up at the moment, it's not on there at all. So I think, again, your research is correct. But yeah, it will be. Um, that was horrible, what happened to Ray Phoenix. And obviously, just hope he can come back as normal. Exactly, David. I mean, I had to turn away from that injury. And they reshot it at least <coughs> once on the TV show. I was going like, why would he want to reshow this? I'm like, no. But the House of Black versus Pentagon and Ray Phoenix is going to be one of the matches of the year whenever it happens. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. I'm looking forward to it. Yeah, at the moment, the House of Black are not on the card. Whether that will change this Wednesday night, I don't know. Exactly. We are recording on Sunday morning as we head into Revolution Week. So let's slide over to the Sunny Six Questions and preview AEW Revolution. It's time for the stunning six questions. All of the whys and what have they done now? Hopefully, Sean and David can make sense of it. 
Okay, David, I kind of hinted at this first question on Twitter and Facebook when I said, did MJF cut the best babyface promo you have seen in the past few years? No, I'm going to surprise a lot of people. I think it was very clever. I think it was very well done. And I think this week on Dynamite, he'll show his true colors. There was obviously a lot of reality in the promo, but what everyone just went mad about it. I just enjoyed it. It's typical of his clever character that Punk previously made him lost for words. So he's got his own back. He's made Punk lost for words. It's just a natural continuation. I thoroughly expect this week on Dynamite, MJF to get his revenge and get heat going into the match. Simple as that. It wasn't, no, it wasn't the best babyface promo ever done. It was clever. It was well done, as you'd expect. But it was, it was AEW basically do, doing it as they should and doing it well. Now, I was sitting there watching this live, and I was, like, kind of conflicted because I'm, like, going, he seems like he's a babyface, but I know this is MJF, and I know he's trying to get into the head of CM Punk. And <laughs> I, I'm just waiting for that moment where you can see that twinkle in his eye, like, I got you all, and here I'm going to spin this on a dime. But he yep. didn't do it. He just walked away. That was the clever part. Bear in mind, they've still got another week of dynamite. Very true, David. So, stunning question number two, as we're talking about AEW Revolution. Should we take the title off Hangman Adam Page and give it to Adam Cole? Is it time to end this run of Hangman? Or should Hangman keep this title? Well, if I give you the answer to that, I'm going to give away a prediction. So, my answer to that is, I'll tell you what I think with my head, not with my heart. And I think that Paige re will retain Sunday. I don't think they take the title off him yet, no. They've not given him a chance to develop as a champion yet. And the only one at this moment in time that takes that title from Paige is Danielson. You know, I'm sitting over here thinking about this being 50-50 because... I can see them wanting to put the title onto Adam Cole because, I mean, Adam Cole has come off of a very amazing run in Ant's T. He has been over in AEW for about six months now. But I can also see the fact that they haven't done much with Heyman since they gave him the title. I mean, he had two amazing matches with Brian Danielson. So he really needs another storybook, high-tiered level match to cement his run as champion or he'll be seen as a traditional champion. Yeah, I, I agree with all of that. But you asked me my opinion um, and I don't think that they will. I hope they don't. I genuinely hope they don't. I, I also don't see Cole, as much as I like him, I don't see him as in that company as the world champion ever at the moment. Well, currently he's embroiled in this triangle of a friendship between Red Dragon and the Young Bucks. So I feel like we have to see that story play out before we can see Adam Cole venture into the single ranks. Absolutely. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Um, And if you look... There's, on the tag team title match this weekend, there's a to-be-decided, it's got to be the Bucks, for the tag team title match with Red Dragon and um, Jungle Jungle Express. Funny you mention that. That will be coming up later. My third standing question for this preview is, is it time for Funderosa to beat Britt Baker and end the run of DMD Britt Baker as AEW World Women's Champion? Again, you're, you're, you're doing this to get my predictions out of me before before we do them. I hope so. That's all I can say. Hope so, because both love Thunder Rosa. And, you know, let's just hope that, you know, that she does. I mean, I mean Britt Baker's done sterling service, but I, I actually don't think it will be. But I hope, I hope it is. See, now, I see the flip of this one, because unlike Anna Page, Britt Baker has been shown as a dominant champion. 
and had a long title run. So to me, I feel like Britt Baker has got to a point where she could be Britt Baker without the AEW world title. So why don't have Rosa take the title and have a new champion, a babyface champion, and spin Britt Baker off into another feud and bring another female AEW wrestler up to challenge Rosa for the title. All of that makes sense. I just don't think they'll do it myself i'd like to see it as well i know you know I'd, I'd like to see it but i don't think it'll happen mate okay standing question number four we're gonna go back to what you were talking about this triangle tag match for the AEW tag team titles match yeah. as we're believing it's going to be greg dragon versus young bucks versus jungle express and my question to you david is this should they take the titles off jungle express or better yet do you see the young bucks and Red dragon costing each other a chance for this title and Jungle Express escaping as champions. Yeah, you've just some you've just summed up the two potential options, haven't you? It's whichever one they choose to go with. I'd like to if 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 I had a wish, I'd like to see Red Dragon given the belts. But yeah, I think it'll be the latter. Jungle Jungle Express will will escape with Red Dragon and the books destroyed. You know, accidentally, deliberately, whatever, costing each other the shot. David, back on AEW Dynamite this past Wednesday, we had a moment in that Battle Royal where we saw Red Dragon face off with FTR. So, like yep. you, I want to see Red Dragon versus FTR. Now, whether they have the AEW titles, it really doesn't matter, but I want to see this match. I kind of agree with you. I feel like they're going to work on this triangle story with Adam Cole, Red Dragon, and Yubucks. So I see Jungle Express coming out of this match, still AEW champions. And that might be a spoiler for later on in the show. <laughs> yeah, I mean, all of that, all of that is good. FTR have been criminally, criminally underused in AEW. Whether that's, if you want to believe the hype, whether that's because the books have held them down because they know the FTR are better than them, that we all know that anyway. But yeah, no, I, I agree with that. I'd look forward to that match. Okay, fifth studying question of the week. Who should win the face of the Revolution ladder match? Pack, Pack, and Pack. He won't, but that's who should win it. Okay, so you're taking Pack. I feel like it should be Ricky Starks. I really think Ricky Starks should be the winner of this ladder match because if you look at who's in this ladder match already, you have Warlow, you have... Powerhouse Hobbs, you have Keith Lee, and rumors has that it might be newly debuted Buddy Murphy. Pack isn't my Churchill Cup selection, but it's who I want and who should win it. It should be Pack, 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 and then Pack. But however, when we get to Churchill, I'll tell you who. If I get that to, to make that selection, I will get to um, choose who I don't. And, and, and my selection sort of makes storyline sense. The only thing about this Face of the Revolution um, ladder match that concerns me is, you know, they didn't do anything with the previous champion in this no. match and Scorpio yeah. Sky. And on this past week's um, yeah. AW Dynamite, he had Scorpio Sky basically saying, hey, look, I won this thing last year. Where's my title shot? Yeah. And they really haven't done anything with Scorpio Sky. And I feel like this should be the elevator to move somebody from mid-card up to the main event. But we haven't seen it yet. So hopefully this year they'll actually do something with the winner of this match. Yeah, I, I agree. But I mean, what is actually specifically the prize for this match? Have they, you know, have they stated it? Is it a title shot of your choosing at any point? You know, it's just, it's very vague. Well, they've been missing that it is for a future TNT championship opportunity. 
Well, in that case, I know. Yeah, that that's just confirmed the way things are. Anyway, I'm not giving you. You you've tried to get as much suck me for as much information regarding Churchill Cup selections as you possibly can. Let's move on to the final stunning question this week. Stunning question number six: Should Brian Danson versus Motsley in a no contest, or should we see Brian Danson cheat and become even a bigger heel than what he already is? Yeah, fair point on both counts. I think Brian Danielson wins anyway. I think Moxley can take the loss. I think Moxley can take the loss. He can beat Danielson up. And it, I, it's, I'm actually looking forward to that, to see how Moxley's style is utilised with in conjunction with Danielson. Because Danielson can get a good match out of most people. It, you know. So, yeah, I'm looking forward to that. I really, really am. I like the interaction between the two. And I like the way they've done that. I think it's very clever. Okay, so I'm going to put my booker hat on here for a second because I really hope to see FTR come down in this match and basically screw it up and have it as a no contest. And we get to see the short-lived tag team of Brian Danielson and Moxley as a battle FTR to get revenge. Yeah, be- and later on, we be- get back to this Moxley Danielson match later on, maybe at, who knows, maybe... Um, all in or all out? Forget, yeah, all out, yeah, yeah. Yeah, that's, just, that's, that's not a bad set of booking. I just think it'd be a bit of a disappointment this weekend. But, they, they, you know, I'm sure with FTR's involvement, they could do it cleverly. Yeah, that's a fair one. Well, it is time for our main event, mm. as, like, <laughs> Mark Henry would say. <laughs> as we go into the new month of the Churchill Cup. It's time for the Winston Churchill Cup. Ladies and gentlemen, David the Smart Mart is the reigning Churchill Cup champion as we come into AEW Revolution. And we have nine matches to select from. And since David is the current champion, he has champion advantage and gets to make the first selection. Right, as champion of the Churchill Cup, I'm going to abdicate my advantage to you. You may have the first selection. From I've got nine matches down here, yeah? Yes, nine matches. You may have first selection. Are you sure you want me to have the first selection? I am a fighting champion. I am a gentleman. You may have the first selection. Okay, fine. I'm going to the TBS championship. Give me Jay Cardell to <laughs> beat Ty <Connie. laughs> Even Even in women that, you've, uh, that you admire, there's no loyalty. Yeah, fair one. Well, David, I'm trying to win my title back, so I'm going for the first obvious choice of this card. Yeah, and there isn't that many, to be fair. There isn't that many. I'm going to go with the World Championship match. I think, I, I feel quite strongly that Adam Page retains over um, Adam Cole. The sleeper matches of the card. I mean, I feel like most people are looking towards Brian Danson versus John Motsley and yeah. CM Punk versus MJF. So I feel like this could be the sleeper match that steals the show, maybe. The caveat I'd put on it, Sean, is it needs to be the sleeper match of the show. Especially for Heyman. Heyman needs to come out of this looking like the dumbest hot A million dollars, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So, your your pick. Well, give me the AEW Women's World title match. I'm going to take Thunder Rosa to defeat Britt Baker. Oh, brave choice. But I admire that. Well, and I'm going to make a brave choice. Face of the revolution ladder match for me. An obvious one. Wardlow wins. Okay, I can see this as your choice because of the storyline where MJF will get the title shot because of the contract that Wardlow signed to work for MJF. I may be overbooking it in my head, but with the push that Wardlow's been on, even with Keith Lee in the match, 
who's, who, who to me is the obvious one, uh, the obvious one. But um, I think I think Pat won't get in because I think he'll lose to Buddy Murphy, Buddy Matthews. You were right, sorry, um, this week on Dynamite. But um, yeah, Wardlow for me. Well, I'm hoping they find a way to take Keith Lee out of this match early on, so. You kind of forget he's in this match because there's no way for him to really do anything but win <coughs> it if they keep him into the end. You know what I mean? Yeah, I do, mate. So, who are you going with? Okay, my third selection, I'm going with the team of Darby Allen, Sting, and yeah. Sammy Guevara to beat the Andrade slash Hardy HMO, whatever they call it. That backfired on me because that was my next choice, so I, can't, I can hardly criticize that. Okay, fair one. I, and I agree with that. 100%. I'm going to go with Jericho to go over Eddie Kingston. Ooh, you got me there. I was really thought you were going to take Eddie Kingston in this match. I think that's too obvious for me. I, I don't know. I mean, I can see your selection of Jericho because I feel like they're moving Jericho to be a heel. And yeah, him I being, think he's, yeah. And him being Eddie yeah. Kingston, a beloved AEW Eddie Kingston, will make it easier for the fans to boo Jericho even more. Well, and, cheer, and, and they desperately want to cheer Eddie. Yeah, I see, wanna... I see Eddie Kingston having a strong babyface run coming up. I feel like he, they can make him into a main eventer, upper mid-card babyface. Yeah, I, yeah. I mean, that's my thought process. I may be overthinking it, Sean, but there, there we go. That's That'll leave me with one more selection from the big two, I think. Well, no, we got three matches left because we haven't selected the uh, tag team title match. We haven't selected oh, no, yeah, yeah. Danielson versus Monsley or yeah. CM Punk versus MJF until right now because <laughs> I'm going to go out on a limb. <laughs> I'm taking CM Punk versus MJF in a dog collar match and give me the quote-unquote possible babyface MJF winning this match. Give me MJF to be the heel and show us that he fooled us all and he's going to cheat and steal this victory from CM Punk. Okay, fair enough. That's 50-50 for me. My last selection, I'm going to take Danielson over Moxley because I think more than anything, Moxley can afford the defeat more than Danielson. I can see that, but like I said in the earlier part of the show during the Sunday Six Questions, I feel like this could be a no contest and it would be perfectly fine for me because there's so many good matches on this card where they could actually work their way out of this match and do the um, faction angle with um, Danielson and Moxley. I feel like they might want to explore that. If they don't, I see your point, okay? So the final pick of the evening is for the AEW Tag Team Championship match and we're believing that it's Jungle Express versus Red Dragon versus the Young Bucks. And I'm going to take Luke Perry's son, Jungle Boy... Yeah. and his dinosaur to retain the title over probably one of the best tag teams in the world, the Red Dragon, and yeah. the co-founders of AEW, the Young Bucks. Yeah, absolutely. Um, I mean, it might be House of Black in there. It might turn out to be House of Black in there. But either way, I think I think that's a fair shout. Um, you know, so so yeah. Um, and I and I think then if you know. It'll make it an interesting march. There's lots of pay-per-views. I'm sure that the um, the advantage will even itself out over the month, Sean. Well, David, I wish you the best of luck because luck is for the British cause. The stunning one doesn't need any luck. You've needed a lot of it this year. I don't know what you're talking about. Yeah, you do. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this <sighs> is going to wrap up this week's episode of Radio Free Professional Wrestling. And on behalf of the soon-to-be former champion, David the Smart Mark, this is Stunny Sean <laughs> wishing you a stunning start to your week. David, do you have any last words for your millions of fans? 
I'm I'm reasonably confident with my selections. I'm looking forward to Revolution, and I'm always looking forward to seeing you. We will be back here next week on Radio Free Professional Wrestling. Until then, stay stunning. This is Sergeant Arms of Christina on behalf of the guys. Thanks for listening to today's show. Please head over to Apple Podcasts and leave a five-star rating and a review. Until next time, the liberation continues.